Hello, guys. Hello, everyone. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Yes. Welcome back to the Clarion Chats. It is another Thursday here, mm -hmm. right? Yep. September 7th. Uh huh. It is about what? 1.30 yeah, something? Yeah, 1.30 something. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, just a quick thing before we start the podcast. Mm -hmm. We apologize for last week's. Yeah. We couldn't record an episode for a mm -hmm. uh, couple of reasons. We had the, the long party event. Some people mm -hmm. were busy, Jay and most of the stamp members. And also, I had to stay home. Yeah. I had some important things to do as well. So mm -hmm. hopefully you guys don't get mad at us for that. Yeah, you <laughs> wasn't able to come to campus. Uh, but that yeah. is fine, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, now, but now, now that we're back in fall, you might even give the little excuse, you know, because we were doing um, twice a month, yeah. so every two weeks. I say, oh no, yeah, it's totally within our schedule. <laughs> but we're gonna be doing episodes weekly now in the fall and spring. So, yeah, yeah be on the lookout for that. But um, I do have to say that there are some um, some pretty interesting things that happen over these these past weeks. And even though I was planning on talking about this uh, before, yeah. I think they're still relevant enough to talk about it today. Okay. Even though it has been a little over a week that they happened, because I actually got people asking about that today for me. Oh, really? Yeah, because last week, if you guys aren't aware, Sinclair had on Wednesday their employment fair. Yes. So what they had there, they had a bunch of tables and just people all over, all over campus just advertising that they have open positions. And I think it's really important because there are a lot of people that want to get their careers started here, uh, but they don't know how to. A lot of jobs nowadays uh, off campus, they require experience that's yeah. usually very hard to get if mm -hmm. everywhere requires experience and of course. you cannot get it anywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, so Sinclair helps students get a, a, a start in their career. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just obviously it's, it's easier to work on campus uh, and some of these jobs, they don't require too much skill for them to be to be realized. So, you know, any student can take. You don't have to be in well, certain areas. Yeah. So what do we have? We have a lot. Uh, so for those who are uh, who missed that, fret not. We are going to be writing about that in our next magazine. Mm -hmm. uh, the article was done yesterday. Actually, it was the one that, that wrote it. Um, but we're also going to be talking about a little bit here in the podcast uh, in case anyone is interested in getting a job here. Yeah, of course. So we have some places that are looking mainly for office work. And office work, of course, entails, you know, you sit uh, down at the reception, you pick up the phone, you transfer calls to people, uh, to, to your higher-ups, you scan documents, you shred documents, you just, like, uh, you do what people tell you to do essentially yeah right and it's it's very easy job it doesn't require a lot of, of effort and the good thing about these types of jobs is that they usually have flexible hours because people here understand that students study and if you and if you just don't have uh flexible hours how do you expect your workers to fit into the schedule right so fortunately a lot of places here at sinclair all of them actually look uh, to make the hours available for the students. Is but this yeah, like so for all the jobs or just for like a specific one? So there are plenty of jobs that are looking for office work. Uh, oh, wow. Some of them uh, includes academic advising. Yeah, right? the help so, center? Uh, the, uh, the welcome desk. Uh-huh. And they have uh, for Upward Bound too, which I'll speak about Upward Bound in a minute. Okay. And also human resources. So these are four places that are looking for uh, for office work. So... Welcome Desk is 
as the name entails. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's the welcome desk. Mm -hmm. If you ever walked to Sinclair on via the big entrance, you saw the welcome desk is where we all got our Tartan ID cards. At least I hope that you got yours. Yeah, it's where I the took, stairs are. I took about a year and a half to get mine. That's why I always tell people to go. Really? <laughs> yeah, to go as soon as they can because I forgot. Wow. But there's it's there. Important. And then there's academic advising, which is still in Building 10, but on the third floor. So if you ever had an uh, in-person appointment with your advisor, that's where you go to sign in, right? So yeah. they need people there to help with that. And human resources, just really office work. You, you're going to be hired as a secretary, receptionist. Uh, though human resources does also uh, delegate jobs that are administrative and mm -hmm. also maintenance so, like, if they need to move stuff around. Like physical stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah. For example, this table here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, they are the ones that move stuff around. Yeah. So, if you get hired there, you might end up doing um, some um, physical labor as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if that's your kind of thing, of course. I sure, I like it. That's why I like distribution here at the Clarion as well, because oh I like God. to go around. Except, <laughs> <Yeah>. except for <laughs> earlier this week. Yeah. Uh, oh. but, but we can talk about that in a bit. Because yeah. there's still a lot more to, to discuss about employment. So uh -huh. you can find human resources on room 7340. They're, um, 7340. Yeah. So third floor of building 7. They have a sign that says human resources on it. And it's really just walking and just... For, for these things, you have to walk up to them and just say, hey, I'm... I heard that you guys are hiring. I'm interested in applying, right? Mm. So you have, again, welcome desk. That's the welcome desk in Building 10. The academic advising desk on third floor of Building 10. Human resources, Building 7, third floor, room 40. And we also have, we have Upward Bound, which I mentioned that I would speak in a bit. And they are a, a pre-college program that they try to find ways to make it possible for col uh, sorry, high school students to go into college. So they are they, they work together with uh, public high schools to make sure that, you know, they can give out scholarships and they can help, you know, teenagers move on to college because sometimes it can be a, a difficult thing of, to go to, right? Mm -hmm. uh, usually you end up high school, you know, some people don't really go to college uh -huh. because of money issues and all of that. But Upward Bound is the place here at Sinclair that looks uh, to, to, to help students with that, uh, graduating yeah. high school students. And they are located in Building 19, Room 103. So That's very floor. far. Yeah. So if you don't know where Building 19 is, real quick, uh, if you know where Building 13 is, you're just going to keep walking straight ahead. Yep. Not in the direction of the garage, in the opposite direction. You're going to pass by Building 18, which is the drone flying building, and you're going to take a right. Building 19 mm -hmm. is to the right of there. It's it's like one of the furthest buildings from this main campus, uh, so it can be a little hard for you to ever see that it's there, but it's there, and they have it there. Yeah. Now, other places, uh, like the Sinclair Foundation, which is something that I have no idea existed, is also hiring. Sinclair Foundation, for those who are not aware, it's a nonprofit organization that essentially helps create and plan events to raise sponsorships for Sinclair to help with giving out scholarship for students. And they're hiring people to be a representative of Sinclair. So if you're interested and you think you, you would be good as a spokesperson as a oh, little yeah. you know image of what the Sinclair student body looks like you might uh -huh. be interested in applying there are in building 12 room 331 yeah that's something that I had no idea was a thing yeah I actually never I saw heard them of that there before. and I was like well that's very interesting yeah I never and heard 
Also, uh, student ambassador positions are also open. So if you are a student that is that knows a lot about Sinclair and is interested in helping out new students, you can also apply to be a student ambassador. You do have to ask for more information in the welcome desk because they're a, a different department. Or you can email tyrone.curtis at sinclair.edu. He's the... I met Tyrone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Tyrone's a cool guy. I remember actually before I... Uh, applied for the Clarion. I wanted uh -huh. to apply for the help desk. Oh yeah. Yeah, building 10, first floor, the one uh -huh. of the at the uh -huh. beginning. I wanted to apply there, so I did. Mm -hmm. And I remember meeting uh, Tyrone. He's he's very nice, guys. Uh -huh. Just be like, hey, yeah. we would like to apply. So yeah. I remember I applied there, and then I was like, but I wanted more specifically to work in my field. Uh -huh. And then when I applied to the Clarion, they said, hey, we need like a a web technician, which is something mm -hmm. a little close to what my major is. Yeah. So I was like. I'll choose the Clarion. Mm -hmm. And here I am now. So Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Uh, they also have uh, the Community Engagement Center is also hiring. Cool. So the people that put Welcome Week together pretty much, they are the ones, uh, they are the, the Community Engagement Center and they are hiring. So if you're interested in going there and seeing, you know, do some office work for them, all the posters that you see around campus with flyers on them, they are the ones that put it in. So if you are working there, you probably would walk around campus a lot to advertise yeah. the events. Staking posters on walls. Yeah. So if and if you don't know where they are, they are in the basement of Building Eight. It's right across the stage. So you're gonna see. Is that where Crystal works? Yes, right. Yes, that's where yeah. Crystal works. She's the coordinator Hi, of student engagement. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Crystal. Uh, we talked this morning actually. Yeah. Um, and there's also the IT department. Cool. And of course, the IT department is a more specific one for, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, people that are in the computer field like you and I. Yeah. But they are hiring. They have internships. They um, have technicians to help troubleshoot all problems here on campus. So yeah. if your professor cannot get uh, his slide or his projector to work, they're probably going to send an IT guy there to fix it, you know. Um, and they also have the help desk, which is available seven days a week from 6 to 12 a.m. 6 a.m. to 12 so a.m. So 6 to midnight. So that's oh, what, wow. Yeah, so they need a lot of people. Uh, so they have hours, and they are they are looking forward to hiring you. Yeah, if you guys are uh, free and mm. uh, you like fixing IT, mm. yeah, yeah, go there. Yeah, sure. and I guess, that I believe that's pretty much it. It's pretty much it that I was wow. able to talk to. Uh, we had a table there. The Clarion had a table there at the, mm -hmm. at the employment fair, but we are all booked up. It's interesting. It's interesting to say that I wasn't there <laughs> over the <laughs> summer. We were like, we we need so many people working here, and then suddenly yeah. one week, boom, everyone decided to join. Which great, we love that. We love yeah. that we have a full house now, and it's it's very good. Especially you know, fall's just starting, so we still have that that uh -huh. energy to keep mm -hmm. going. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's really what the employment fair was uh, all about. These are definitely like important mm -hmm. information. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like most of the students here at Sinclair wonder, hey, um, since they know what they need the experience mm -hmm. to work in their field in the future, well, there's a chance for you to go apply for these kind of things and uh, yeah. get more experience and be better, you yeah. know? So you can be like accepted more and uh, mm -hmm. be like, hey, here's my resume. It's, I mean, it's of course, it's better for your resume. Yes. Everything on your resume that you put will be important for the future companies that mm -hmm. you want to apply to. So... These are definitely great information. And it's experience too, because a lot of companies, they, they value experience, yeah. right? Yeah, for so sure. So it's, it's always a good way of you building up, you know, uh, a name for yourself. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And, and of course, it, it is a student employment, so um, we don't, like, it's not a, a big salary, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just a, a, a student job. So don't expect to be, like, 
making like 20 yeah. bucks an hour or something. <laughs> and and it's like, but, well, like I said again, it, it, it comes back to you mm -hmm. because it's experience. Yes. It, it, even if you don't get that much money from mm -hmm. it, you're getting experience for you to get more accepted in the future in, mm -hmm. in different companies that will pay you more. Exactly. So you think about that. Uh -huh. You either think you want the money now or you want it later uh -huh. for better purposes. Yeah. So that's pretty much that's it. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, I did have to, uh, I, I did think it was important to bring this up. And, and I yeah. impressed that I was able to remember everything from my mind. I have a, a note block, which I left on that table over there. Oh, yes. <laughs> before recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was able to remember everything because I, wow. because I, I talked to two people today about this, actually. Oh, people. you did? Yeah, because I also am at the international office. You've been right? practicing. So they've been, <laughs> hey, I heard there's an employment fair that happened here. Do you, ha do you have any information? I'm like, you're very lucky that I do. Wow. Because I, I had it all, and I had it all with me. Hey, it's meant so, to be. Yeah, it, it's it meant was to meant be. to be. Mm -hmm. So I was able to, to give them that uh, piece of information. So I hope it goes well for them, and I hope it goes well for anyone else that is listening and is interested in applying. Yeah, Especially sure. international students. Because our uh, us, yeah. F1 students, we are very restricted to what we can work on, especially if during our first year on mm -hmm. campus. Mm -hmm. um, so a student job is uh possible so usually for us immigrants is it's a very nice way of making some money even though if, if you're planning on returning back to your to your home country once you're yeah. done with studies yeah. it's a good way to make a you know make a make some bucks i mean also what's most important is you know us foreign people we come outside the states our english mm -hmm. is not our first language yeah so it's even better for experience to get better english to get mm -hmm. better at english get better at the language mm -hmm. to be more social to know how to speak like better you know yeah because that was that was one of the things for me right i came here and i was good with english and stuff like that mm -hmm. but i was still missing some things so when i started going out more and after i applied for the clarions and stuff like that yeah. i definitely became w way more better at english mm -hmm. for multiple reasons yes. so that's why for international students and i'm pretty sure they also have creative things to do. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you guys also check those out. And yes. trust me, you will be way better at English mm -hmm. with experiencing talking more to people. Yes. And so, yeah. it's funny because I, like I mentioned, I'm also at the international office. And yeah. it's, uh, for me, it's a chance not only to speak English to people there, but I speak <laughs> yeah. other languages as well. Yeah. And I've been speaking Spanish and French more than I've ever spoken in my life. Because, really? Yeah. We guess sometimes have people there, you know, it just flows better when they try to speak in their own native language. Like they have questions, you know, so it's like, yeah, sure, we can. Let's see if I can help you out. That's that's so, that's nice. Yeah, so it's 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 that's good. That's pretty cool. It, it practices your, it hone in your your skills mm -hmm. really. And besides, I personally just think Sinclair is a very nice campus to be uh, yeah. working yeah. on. I yeah. like the people here. Everyone here is very friendly. At least the departments where I'm in. Yeah, I I vibe very well with everyone. So yeah. Hello, Claire and Seth. Hi. You guys are good. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone here is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really all that we had uh, for for big news today. Because I'm trying to give some spot because you know try to leave you with some extra time there. Because yeah, of course. Today who do we we have? Uh, we have a special guest we today. We have a special guest yeah. today. Uh, um, we covered the news. So mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. that was that was pretty much all that I wanted to talk about today. I'm gonna be stepping out right now. Give my chair to our, our new guest, and I think it's very nice because. When he was over here last time uh -huh. for the podcast, we were able to talk so much about the news that we ran out of time to talk about anything else. Really? Yeah, because he's just such like 
such an intellectual, you know, such wow. a, a smart individual that has wow. so much to say. And <laughs> it, it's impressive. Like you, you bring up any topic and he like, yeah, he has read like he just goes, right? Yeah, he, he goes, he goes. He read 15 books about it, watched seven documentaries and wow. he just knows that it, he he's is a very knowledgeable individual. Yeah. And has a lot I mean, of knowledge. We had a lot to talk about the first time he was around and I'm excited mm -hmm. to see you guys talking more. So yeah. let's cut to the chase and get our yeah. guest here. Shall of course. we? Let's go, yeah. guys. Oh my God, where did Jay go? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jay came, he presented up with the news. He uh, gave us very important things for you guys to uh, do more in the future. But now, let's get straight to it. And we have our special guest, the knowledgeable guy that read so many books. Welcome, Esmao! Woo! Yeah! Esmao, let's go, guys! <laughs> Our knowledgeable man. All right. Jay has stepped down. Now we have our special guest. Welcome, Esmao, guys. Woo! Hey, thanks for having me, man. What's yeah. going on? What's going on, Esmao? Um, this is our knowledgeable guy that we've been talking about. This guy loves to read books. And uh, he's been at the last podcast with Jay. Well, a couple of podcasts before. And uh, like Jay said, they've been talking a lot about news and stuff like that. So didn't present anything. But now here, we're going to talk about the stuff that uh, me and Ismail like a lot. Which is, of course, books. So I, yeah. think, I think you guys kind of kind of um, overhyped me a little bit. I, no, But man. I do love to read. I Come do on. love to read. And yeah. I do love to watch documentaries mm -hmm. and stuff. But mm -hmm. um, with regards to books, I've been reading a lot of interesting stuff lately. You know, um, That's good. The Tuner of Silences by uh, Mia Koto. It's a wonderful novel. Uh -huh. um, won't spoil anything. Leviathan <laughs> Wakes by... Um, Leviathan Wakes. Leviathan Wakes. So that's the uh, the book that The Expanse... Um, uh -huh. That's the first book in the series that The Expanse is based on. Yeah. Um, I read that recently. Loved it. Um, the ending is kind of odd, but... Um, I'm definitely looking forward to the second book in the uh, in the series. That's good. That's great. And you know, this is really uh, it's really cool that we started off by talking about books because uh, you know the month of September uh, has a number of very very major releases coming out. First and foremost, you know, um, Flight's Literary Journal. So that's the that's Sinclair's Creative Writing Journal. Mm -hmm. um, they are coming out with the new edition this month. You also have um, Zadie Smith. Um, a very, very fantastic writer. Um, her novel, The Fraud, will be coming out. Um, Ken Follett, has, uh, he's going to be releasing another book in his uh, Kingsbridge okay. series, which I am a big fan of. Uh, you also got John Scalzi, uh, the one and only. He's uh, going to be coming out with a new book called The Starter Villain. So Starter oh. Villain, that's going to be a... I like um, these names. They're awesome, aren't they? Yeah, they sound so good. Like, like you said, uh, what's that Leviathan book? Leviathan Wakes. Okay, so the word Leviathan, little backstory. Uh, it, it, does he mean the Leviathan like as the creature? It's so it's very so he doesn't mean like the 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 mythical creature. The mythical kinda, creature. Yeah. It's kind of referenced in sort of a symbolic way. Oh, okay, I see. Because the word Leviathan, where it comes from, my memory is from playing games all the time. For example, I was obsessed with the game. If you guys know it, Subnautica. Subnautica. Yeah, yeah, and Subnautica has uh, multiple type of leviathans. So mm -hmm. the word leviathans come from that, which right. is, I think, the mythical creature. And what's the last one? The villain? Something villain? Starter villain. Starter villain. That sounds so good. And I'm sure it's going to be <laughs> yeah. exceptional because it, yeah. pretty much everything Scalzi writes is just pure gold. I love wow. reading his work. And 
I've met him before. Very you did? Yeah, very, very nice guy. Wow. Um, and an exceptional writer, so I'm looking forward to that. That's great. That's great. Um, for me, okay, let me take you guys to a little backstory between me and Esmael. So he's one of our staff members, one of the main ones that he goes over the editing and the articles, and he also writes articles himself. He's very good at it, but he admits he's okay for some reason. I don't know why. I'm all right. I'm okay, 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 man. I, okay. Any, <laughs> anyways, so I met Esmael, and, uh, well, since, uh, like, uh, you know, I'm foreign and stuff like that. And I saw his name and his name is like Middle Eastern because, you know, I'm Middle Eastern and stuff like that. And then after I met Esmo, I was like, <gasps> I can I can talk someone that can understand my language. So, you know, after we talked a little bit and we got to know each other more, he's a, you're a very interesting guy, man. I've been like, told that. Yeah, I've been, I, I've been told that. I like how uh, I like our combos, you know, back and forth. I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. And I value um, your perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And uh, you yourself read a lot of interesting books, if I'm not mistaken. I do, yeah. I do, man. I uh, I go so okay. So I'm a sucker for her. I love horror books. I think you like horror too, right? But not not as much as me. Yeah, not as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I definitely appreciate the genre. Yeah, but um, it's definitely not something I can read at night because wow. uh, yeah, yeah, for obvious reasons. I I you know I also love watching horror movies, but of I only course. watch them. I only watch them during the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically what it is, is uh, something actually very interesting about me. When I'm talking to people, they they seem to tell me that I'm a creative guy. I have a lot of imagination. I think so. Yeah. So when that's why where horror came from, because I'm obsessed with playing horror games, obsessed with watching horror movies. I don't care if it's at night or in the morning. I just watch all 24-7. And uh, I decided one time about 10 months ago to write a novel myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I started writing a novel. I don't have a title for it yet, but may I have a suggestion. Uh, I, I wanted to call it The Woman in the Corner. Okay. So it's a novel. It's a horror book that talks about, I don't want to spoil anything. Maybe one one day in the future, I will uh, publish it, hopefully. But it, it it's just the whole main topic just covers astral projection. It's a very interesting That's, topic. Yeah, it's I'm not very, gonna, yeah. very interesting topic. I'm not gonna add any more than that, but it's it's pretty cool. So when I met Esmao and he started talking about books, I'm like, I love books. And there's, yeah. I want, I just want to make this point about astral projection. Oh my god, right? yes. because. Um, well, I don't know. That's kind of spooky. No, no, no. That's listen, kinda spooky. listen, listen, listen. That makes uh, listen. That just a coincidence <laughs> because when when I the reason why I did it is because I am inspired by a book called. Um, Insidious. Insidious. Uh, no, sorry, not a book, a movie. Okay. Yeah, it's called Insidious, and I'm pretty sure um, Jay knows it. Jay knows that movie. That movie is amazing. So it's mm -hmm. a horror movie. It has four chapters. I think the fifth one is coming this year, or probably came out, I think. I don't know. Um, it. The main topic of it is astral projection. Mm -hmm. So okay. from that watching that movie, that inspired me to write something in my own way, making my own story, plus inspired by different other video games that I played. And so you, you, that's you, a coincidence. It, it's a, a very odd coincidence. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to you completing that book and sharing some excerpts with me. Yeah. And who knows, one day you might be on a shelf with uh, John Scalzi and uh, Zadie Smith. Hopefully, if, if, I, if I continue something like this, because I never thought this would be, this would be, I would say, a path. Maybe right. right now it's getting created, but I don't know if I will continue on that. But maybe it'll, it'll be like a, a side hobby, you know? Just, you, you never know just, what happens. You, yeah. you know, you never know so what will happen. And takes me somewhere. Yeah, you just got to kind of keep your options open and follow your passion. So if your passion tells you, hey, I want to write a novel, 
follow it and do it and see where it takes you. You know, it's yeah. a, there's a lot of work that goes into it, and that's why I appreciate um, all the authors out there. Um, yeah. To give you an example, because you're writing a novel, so you'll know that you know how how challenging it can be. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Scalzi's last book, The Kaiju Preservation Society. Yeah. He wrote it in about a month. Wow. It is a full length novel, and he wrote it in about a month. I've read it; it's exceptional, but. That just goes to show you how much effort and 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 how much how much time go, t- time and effort yeah. and, and just how much of themselves that writers put into their work. So wow, um, I'm not saying you should finish your book in a month, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it's just been on and off for me because uh, how it started is I was just sitting by myself one time at like midnight or something, and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I have some things that I want to let out. I want to just write. So I opened Notepad on the computer and I started typing. I started typing away. And then I saved it and I put it on my desktop. And I came back after like three weeks. And I'm like, I, I kind of forgot what I wrote. So I opened it and I'm reading it. And I'm like, why does this sound so good? <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'll just, try to, I'll just try to continue. And then after some time, I just started slowly writing chapters down. And I'm like, I'm on like 24 chapters now. Wow. Which oh, that's is very impressive. Oh, which just makes no sense. I'm like, wow, it just comes. Because my own type of writing, I don't sit and think. I just... You just go. I just go. You just go. I just go because I... Yeah, remember, just imagine scenes. You know, that's kind of like a... Freestyle. <laughs> George Martin, he talks about being a gardener. And, a you know, gardener. gardeners, they... they, From the way I, I... You know, it's been described to me, gardeners tend yeah. to... They focus less on outlines and kind of just follow where the characters take them, where the characters oh, and plot take them. Yeah, so I see. I see. That's a, he's a very, very, very great writer and um, one of my favorites. So, cool. Yeah, that's a very. Um, you, you're on an inter- interesting path, and I can't wait to see where it takes you. And you definitely have a lot of uh, different things out there to inspire you when writing horror, including, as you mentioned, horror movies. And there's one particular movie I've been trying to get you to watch for a while. Oh my god. Um, Talk, let's talk about it for a bit because yeah, you so, have you haven't seen the whole thing yet. No, no, just uh, just little sneak peeks every now and there. Right, right. So from yeah. what you've seen, what do you think of this film? First of all, tell us what is the name of this movie? Okay, so the name of the movie is called The Eyes of My Mother, right? It's called The Eyes of My Mother, and yep. uh, so how it is is basically so my own horror movies I like to watch like Paranormal Activity and stuff like that, but this type of movie was something. New to my bucket list. It's, it's psychological sl- yep. slash psychopathic, uh, <laughs> like crazy <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. Um, I smile was being like, hey, Jojo, if you really want to watch a horror movie that would just blow your mind and make you th- rethink everything mm-hmm. of the horror genre, he's like, you should watch it. Um, yeah. It certainly yeah. freaked me out when I watched it. Yeah. And, um, you know... One of the bad things about watching horror movies during the day yeah. oh, is that you then, bad? one of the bad things about it is that you then have to, you know, do things. Oh, yeah. Right? And, and yeah. While, 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 you know, potentially being frightened or terrified yeah. after what you've seen. And, you know, that movie, oh, my God, it absolutely flabbergasted me. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But there are a couple scenes in that movie Um not just because there's, you know, not for gory reasons or stuff like that, but really it's the psychological, mental aspect of the horror that's depicted that sometimes I look back and I'm like, ooh, ooh. Oh, my God, <laughs> I yeah. can't believe I finished it. <laughs> wow. So it will be very interesting for me to watch. And you know what? I will promise you that I will watch it tonight. All right. Tonight. I- I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, remember, 
tonight. Tonight, okay. Not to morning. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so if, you, if you don't come into the office tomorrow morning, tomorrow. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I, I definitely will. You know, it's, it's, always, it's always interesting to see those things, you know, to watch different type of movies. And plus, like, th- it goes back to the director. Like, how did he come up with those things? You know what I mean? Right. Because I, I always question the, the, back, the back doors or I always question the behind the scenes. Right. Yeah, for example, I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I watched all the movies and read most of the books. Mm-hmm. But what I like to do is I like to compare. The movies mm-hmm. were amazing, by the way. Shout, shout out to Harry Potter. We love you. And when I read the books, the books says more than what you see in the movie. Right. right. It, it, it mentions more things behind the scenes. Right. Because typically, you know, um, stuff gets cut during the adaptation process. That's true. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why, and and it goes with pretty much not just you know the Harry Potter series, but um, I mean I could mention you know A Song of Ice and Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean there it just the list goes on and on and on. Um, it's one and there are some works of literature that are almost unadaptable. So yeah. to, one example would be um, A Confederacy of Dunces. Um, Blood Meridian. I mean, those are two very, very powerful, um, very influential uh, novels that have not been adapted yet, and I don't think ever will because it's just wow. it's it, it's such a task. It's wow. it's a lot to ask a director or screenwriter to do. Um, and in the case of a confederacy, a, a confederacy of dunces. People have tried for many years, for decades. They've tried and tried and tried, and it's it just uh, it hasn't happened yet. So, well, that's kind of what we see throughout the um, the adaptation process. That stuff gets cut, mm-hmm. um, and s- most of the time, that's why you'll hear a lot of people say, you know, the book was better because the book just has more content. It's written. That, that's the way it was initially envisioned. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, you get an, an, an adaptation that's just beautiful. Maybe yeah. not as good as the book, yeah, but good enough to uh, be a good ambassador for the book. So one example is the Dune novels by uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part two is supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty four, if I'm not mistaken. If they haven't um, changed the release date or something, yeah. And I remember watching the first part, yeah, and it was just so. Not only was it a beautiful interpretation of a lot of Frank Herbert's imagery and ideas mm-hmm. but at the same time it captures the socio-political aspects of dune that are super important now the only the, one of the only criticisms i have really of that adaptation is the parts where people are speaking in arabic and oh, wow. and, and, the, and the reason is because the arabic is very um broken i should say <laughs> you want to say that it's uh, very broken it's based and it, on dialects <laughs> it, no, I mean it's, it, it's like they don't they don't sound like native speakers of the oh, Arabic language. I That's oh, what I mean. You mean the character speaking? The character speaking oh, okay, don't see, sound like they're native speakers. So yeah, one yeah, word yeah. they use is "ghaib." Uh, Ghaib, okay. Ghaib, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, instead yeah. they say "ghaib." Ghaib. And I was like, okay. Uh, so the, the character in question, they're calling him. It's supposed to be "lisan al ghaib." Okay, but they say. Lisan al Gaib. Lisan al Gaib. That sounds way different. <laughs> like, wow. yeah, like, um, I wonder who they hired to. Uh, there, are, oh, there, there, are, there are 
gazillions of Arab actors that they could have just brought in as yeah, extras that's, to, that's you know, at least make it sound more authentic. But besides that, it, it's a beautiful novel. Mm-hmm. I mean, a beautiful movie based on a wonderful novel. Mm. And I can't wait for part two. Because part two has um, the Emperor Shaddam. So the Emperor Shaddam, uh, the Padshah of uh, the universe, basically, he's going to oh, be played. Wow. He's going to be played by, by Christopher Walken, an actor I absolutely adore. Christopher he's awesome. Walken Christopher is really Walken. good, really good at acting. Right. So you, you better watch part one before part two comes around. Okay. That way you're not lost. Okay, I'll add that to my list as well. It, man, interesting things, man. People are. They have really good imagination. They're really smart. They know how to write things down. And most importantly is that they don't hesitate when they do it. Because I think hesitation, because some people take it like into themselves. They're like, this sounds a little too weird. I don't know if I should write that down. So, no. What? <laughs> What's happening? That That's a little creepy. But um speaking of horror yeah speaking of <laughs> horror you know that that wasn't planned at all so, yeah what, yeah. what <laughs> so uh yeah anyways um i i just wanted to say coming back actually to the eyes of my mother um if you guys want to watch it just i think you said it's on prime it's on prime yeah prime video so if you guys want to watch it just uh consider watching it because uh, i want to watch it and, and he's uh, going to watch it tonight. I, I, yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. I have to watch it tonight because uh, now he he made me excited. He made me excited now. He he talked about because he told me before we started the episode. He was like, "Do you want to spoil? Do you want me to spoil anything?" I'm like, "No, I I don't want it. I I, I want to watch it myself and I want to analyze it myself." And what I've only because I watched a little bit of the trailer before I watched like the first couple of minutes from the movie. I love the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. How, it's, how it's shot in black and white. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Absolutely that's, beautiful. that's my favorite. So since I started, I studied and I've done myself video production back in high school. Mm-hmm. I studied how to record movies, how to take shots and how to edit them and how to add audio, how to enhance your audio and how to basically make short films. And I used to make short films back in the day with my friends as projects and stuff like that. Um, what's nice about that is that I do have myself an artistic mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and always, 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 when I want to record a short film for a project in high school, I will try to be as creative as I can and to make it as unique as I can between all of my students. Like, to be my, my one, for my teacher to come to me and be like, I like the idea behind this movie or a short film that you made. Mm. So, because what's, what's nice about it is because you studied these things, when you watch movie, you're just like a judge. You're mm. watching and you're like, I like the shot. I don't like the shot and stuff like that. But if, if it's a person that's not really experienced with those things or he doesn't know about them, he's just watching the movie and he's liking what's happening. Right. It's exactly like, for example, you're experienced with uh, a specific thing and you're watching something that you know about it. So you start analyzing. You're like, oh, maybe he's not doing it the right way. Maybe if he done, if he done the way that I'm doing in my head, maybe it would have worked. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's one way of uh, of critically analyzing things. Yeah, so that's why um, I, I love it. I love it already. But before you go off uh-huh. and, and watch the movie, uh-huh. let me let me give you some advice. Okay. Um, make sure you're not eating while viewing that movie. Oh, uh, yeah, is, don't, it, don't, is, it, is it like gore and stuff? I, I, I told you I'm not spoiling anything. Okay, well... If you're going to eat, just make sure you're not eating meat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, another... Th- <laughs> okay, thanks for the warning, yeah. but still. Yeah, avoid meat. Uh, it, it yeah okay but still I even don't get disgusted by th- those things too so that that's completely fine if I'm eating 
We'll, we'll see. Yeah, okay. We'll see. I'll be I'll be here tomorrow, and I'm gonna see if you you come into okay. the office. I'll, I'll make sure to text you and tell you then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No <laughs> um, we we've talked about the movie and stuff like that. Um, there's uh, something that you mentioned to me a couple of days ago. You said uh, so you've been reading a lot of books lately, and you said you've been reading a lot of sci-fi, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask you, what do you think of sci-fi in general? Because for me, also out of the horror genre, I also like sci-fi a lot. Mm -hmm. I like futuristic things and AI mm -hmm. and virtual reality and stuff like that because that's 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 what I do in my major. You know, I'm a software developer and stuff like that, and I always study what's going to happen in the future. Like one of the questions that I always, always, always will never get out of my head. One of my professors here at Sinclair, I think, is Professor Paul Hansford. So shout out to you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Paul. Uh, I've interviewed him. Oh, you did? Yeah. He's really nice guy. Really smart. He's so a He's um, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he asked us a question and he was like, where do you see artificial intelligence in the next couple of years? And mm. I, I, I remember I'm like, Prof, this is a really deep question. Like it can go in so many ways. Right. So right. yeah, give me, give, me, give me your thoughts and what do you think of the sci-fi books and sci-fi movies in general if you in watch general? them. In um, general? Yeah. So I mean, of course it, it you know, it, Taste is is you know everyone has a different taste. Everyone has different opinions. Yeah. Um, but you know me personally, I enjoy um, science fiction for mm -hmm. not just the way it looks at the future, but just in general the artistry, mm. the way these stories are crafted. Um, depending on who's writing them, of course. But oftentimes, especially the, the sci-fi I read, yeah, um, I'm very impressed and enchanted by the artistry that I'm reading or watching on screen. So wow. um, if you ever want to be absolutely dazzled mm -hmm. um, by uh, a science fiction writer, you know, there's all sorts of writers out there that have that absolutely pioneered the genre. Yeah. You have guys like Jack Vance, um, people like uh, Jack Vance, is, he wrote The Dying Earth He's very trilogy. He's yeah, um, very familiar. An absolutely exceptional writer. You have um, Roger Zelazny. Um, nice, nice. Octavia Butler, um, you know, a lot of legends out there. And there is a reason that they are so respected and that they were able to take um, science fiction into all these different directions. Wow. Right. So, so I mean, I enjoy it. I have fun reading um, sci-fi, mm -hmm. um, just, just like I have fun reading literary fiction, just like I have fun reading works by Isabel Allende, um, yeah. just like I enjoy reading books by Gabriel Marquis, you know. Um, cool. It's, it's, I, I'm just a sucker for a well-written story. Wow. So, and yeah. there's, there's a ton of that in the sci-fi genre. Cool. Very, very nice information by Ismail. Hey, you learn from us. Every week you learn new things from us as a staff members. And um, yeah, I think that'll be, that'll be it for today's episode. We're yeah. done already? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's been like 41 minutes, 42 right. minutes. Yeah, I, I didn't even feel that. So would you like to add anything, Ismail? Anything you want to say? Definitely Maybe. head to our website. Yeah, and, for sure. And you know, check out some of the new articles we have coming up there. Uh, yeah. We've got a lot of new... Uh, a lot of new writers in the team that mm -hmm. are doing an absolutely exquisite job yeah. um, putting out content and, and just writing great stuff. So please, please feel free to head over to the Clarion yep. and uh, 
see what we're up to. Yeah, of course. So, like Ismail said, guys, uh, we have more staff members, like especially uh, writers and stuff like that. And if you guys are interested in reading in our articles, because we upload articles every single day on the Sinclair Clarion, um, you can go check it out and read some stuff. And also you can see the new magazine that we published. Uh, you can listen to the Spotify episode. Um, yeah, so that'll be it for today's episode. Don't forget, you guys, uh, you know, send us tweets or X now called eggs um check out our youtube channel sinclair clarion uh look the website again and go uh, also on facebook uh, everything is just clarion sinclair clarion or everything uh is the same names and uh yeah hope you guys uh, enjoyed the episode today and uh, we will definitely see you next week definitely uh-huh you guys take care and see you next time